Okay, and welcome back to Hogwarts School of Prayers and Miracles. We are on Chapter 7. Harry just chose Gryffindor in the Great Hall. Um, Gryffindor being traditional evangelical conservative Christianity. Um, he was pushed this way because the Slytherins, who are Catholic, um, upset him. The Hufflepuffs, who are like liberal Christians uh, or like mainline Protestants uh, are too liberal and Draco who is a Ravenclaw is too mean to women so he's a Gryffindor now and we're 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 here so let's start author's note hello friends phew this chapter took longer to write than I thought it would there is so much to be done here at Fort Parsons it, I'm at, I'm assuming at this point she's calling Fort Parsons her house like that's the only like okay anyway um Sorry, that was, I just, very confusing. Some days, I don't think I'll ever get caught up. But now that the little ones are sound asleep, I'm finally getting around to putting the finishing touches on this little chapter. I apologize for the delay. Now, there have been quite a few questions and comments coming in, and I thought I should take time to address a few since I don't have time to reply individually. First of all, to all the mommies who have expressed their appreciation of this little story of mine, thank you. Your support keeps me writing. Remember, though the glory is not mine, it is the work of a greater cause. And the people who call me names, a Bible-believing Christian, is like a big, ugly monster who lives under a bridge and wanting everyone to do the right thing and go to heaven makes one a so-called bigot. Hmm. Well, that's this modern world for you. And finally, to the people who say that I am spreading hate, take a look at some of the comments posted here, saying that I am a terrible writer and terrible mother whose children will hate her one day. Who is it who is spreading hate here? Because I don't think it's me. Chapter 7. Wheat and Chaff. Okay. The Great Hall burst into applause as a red and yellow baseball cap with a lion embroidered on the front appeared on Harry's head. He hopped deftly off the table and landed on his little feet. He could feel the love of the Lord surging through him, and he knew he, was, he had made the right decision. He was even more sure of his decision when Hermione dashed across the cafeteria to give him a big, spontaneous hug. She, was too, she too was sporting a red and yellow baseball cap, although her cap had a kitten on it instead of a lion. I am so happy, Harry, she cried gladly, delicate tears streaming down her face. When I saw you eating with that family, I was so scared. I thought you might become a Slytherin. Never worry about that, Harry declared boldly and bravely. I am a Gryffindor, now and forever. Well chosen, Dumbledore declared approvingly as he took long, energetic strides to cross the crowded, noisy room. Welcome to the Gryffindor hat, Harry. Harry beamed happily. Truly, he had been blessed. As he sat down to finish his breakfast and he was still glowing from joy, he sat back next to Ronald. Will you still be my friend, even though you are a different hat? Ronald asked timidly. Of course, Harry declared generously, and he began to eat his eggs. He had expected his eggs to be cold by now. What with all the hullabaloo, and behold, they were still piping hot. He would not pretend that what Ronald believed about worshipping the dead, but he could still offer the young boy friendship in the spirit of Matthew 2, 16-17. Thank you, Harry, Ronald uttered happily. He may have been sporting a green and black hat and a snake on it, which testifies to his Slytherin beliefs, but he could recognize Harry's pure-hearted godliness, generosity, humility, and innocent goodness. He looked around at his siblings. 
all of them wearing hats identical to his. And he wondered why none of them were like that. Attention students, Reverend Dumbledore announced authoritatively as he hopped onto the stage and he held the microphone by his mouth. Congratulations on picking your hats, he continued kindly. I am sure you have all chosen wisely. Harry hmmed to himself. He knew that the Reverend meant well, but was it really doing the members of the other hats much good to tell them that everything was the same when it wasn't? Wouldn't they all be happier if they knew to read the Bible and take it seriously? Dumbledore thought he was making everyone happy, and perhaps he was in the short run, but in the long run, Harry worried that he was doing more harm than good. Harry did not say anything because he was new to the flock and didn't feel confident in his connection with the Lord. But sometimes it, it takes newcomers to point out the flaws we don't see in our, new, in our own communities. The Reverend clapped his hands against each other once, and then he spoke enthusiastically. Now, you will be sharing most of your classes with other members of your hat, so it would be good for you to get to know them. Ravenclaw hats, please gather around Mr. Moody. Hufflepuff hats, please gather around Mr. Sprout. Slytherin hats, please gather around Mr. Finnegan. And Gryffindor hats, please gather around Mr. Snape. Now, at the beginning of the breakfast meal, Harry had noticed a tall, mysterious-looking man with long, dark hair and gaunt, enig enigmatic features. He was dressed stylishly in a crisp black suit, and his tie made a shock of red in the otherwise totally black outfit. The dark hair on his pale chest was neatly trimmed but still noticeably thick, and he wore elegant black leather shoes on both of his feet. It was now that he noticed that, on the table that this man was sitting at, was a placard that sat on it, Mr. Snape. Harry followed the other brave young children wearing Gryffindor hats. Author's, author's note. Blessings. All right, all right. Back to chapter 8. Author's note. Hello, friends. Things have finally calmed down a bit here at Fort Parsons, and I'm so excited to share with you all another new chapter. One thing I would like to talk about, though, many people have been calling me a misogynist. That means woman hater. Friends, I do not hate women. I am a woman. Now, what is it that I have done to have people calling me this? Well, apparently it is saying that women are loving and nurturing and good. Right? How hateful. I'm just a big old mean bigot, huh? Wait. Wrong. That is not a bigoted thing to say at all. Now, it is certainly true that what is written in the Bible about women was used as an excuse to actually be hateful to women, and that is terrible. And there are some people out there who think that all women are stupid or less than men. Friends, this is not what I believe at all. I believe that women have special gifts and that there are no less than men. In fact, I think that if women's virtues were respected more, the world would be a better place to live. And any of those so-called Christians who hate women and think women are stupid and worth less than men and that God doesn't respect us, well, they will all get a very serious talking to from a certain housewife. Now, does that sound misogynistic to you? Chapter 8. Refreshing Honesty? <laughs> Question mark. <clears throat> Harry Potter walked nervously over to the table of Mr. Snape. The other little ones hearing, wearing red and yellow hats did the same. Mr. Snape silently stood up and he motioned with his head for the boys and girls to follow him, and he sauntered out of the great hall. He led them into a small classroom with a few desks in it. He silently motioned for the little ones to sit down at the desk. They did. He stood up at the blackboard in front of them. Welcome to Hogwarts School of Prayers and Miracles, greeted the older, but still handsome in a dignified, rugged way, amicably. The little ones sat in respectful attention. 
So you have all chosen the Gryffindor hat, Mr. Snape queried and raised his eyebrow. Yes, Mr. Snape, chorused all the students together. Well, Mr. Snape said, and he drew his tall, strapping form up to its full, impressive height. I would like to say that your choosing will make you happy, or that your lives will be easy, but I will not lie. There are dark forces in the world, and they do not like Christians. And when I say Christians, I mean Gryffindor hats. They love the Hufflepuff hats, because the Hufflepuff hats believe everything these people say and slap the label Christian onto the philosophy. And so the Hufflepuff hats make it easier. The Ravenclaw hats these people claim not to like. But then they pretend that the Ravenclaw hat's extremism applies to all Christians, so the Ravenclaw hats help them. Harry frowned confusedly. After the reverend's acceptance of all the hats, he wondered why Mr. Snape was addressing things so directly. He found Mr. Snape's honesty refreshing, but he also wondered, was the honesty also combined with the hate for others that he had seen in Draco's hat? He thought the other hats were wrong, but he did not want Mr. Snape to hate them for being wrong. He wanted to help them. And then, of course is the Slytherin hats. The Slytherin hats will tell you we are all on the same side because they agree with Gryffindor hats on some things. But do not be fooled. Their leader is working with Voldemort. A shocked, horrified gasp echoed throughout the classroom. Harry slapped his hands over his mouth in an attempt to contain his horror, but he was still shocked. His new friend, not only worshiping a goddess, but he was also in cahoots with Voldemort? The little ones all gasped again. This time, they were even more horrified. From the back of the room, a clean-cut, respectably-dressed young man raised his hand. But what about the Constitution? Dean Thomas questioned articulately. Doesn't he care about the First Amendment? Mr. Snape shook his head sadly. I'm afraid not. And Voldemort is working through him and using them all. Before long, all our freedoms will be gone. Dean Thomas raised his hand again and queried coherently. But why does Voldemort hate Christians so much? No one knows, Mr. Snape responded tentatively. However, he is on the move, and he is gaining power, and we Gryffindor hats may be the only ones capable of stopping him. Harry was nervous, but he clenched his fist determinedly. He was scared, but he was ready to face this evil. <laughs>